the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Thursday, August 5th, 2021, as we head into our three open lines. Anything on your mind, feel free to give us a call, 602-508-0960. Email from Michael in Del Mar. Dear Seth, I was driving to my gym in Encinitas this morning. Saw a guy, large sign on the corner. The side that I could first see said in very large lettering, in all caps, all lives matter with a heart at the bottom. I thought that was interesting enough. But when I could see the opposite side, it said, recall Newsom elect elder. And then had Larry Elder's website at the bottom, electelder.com. Not a very scientific poll, but to see that in my super lefty neighborhood and no one screaming at him? That's a good sign. No pun intended. I'm enthused and disgusted at the same time. We're living through a sick period in history. I pray that more people wake up. Thank you, Mike. Yes, I know Encinitas. I sure do. And you're right. If you can stand undisturbed, unmolested, saying all lives matter, vote Larry Elder, elect Elder on the corner of Encinitas. Yeah, yeah, that's a good sign. I hope more people join him on that corner. I hope more people spontaneously will hold those signs. It's important that others know it's not weird, odd, or what have you to vote for someone like Larry Elder or a Republican. These public professions are important for that very reason. It's important you know you're not alone. And though the culture tells you you're insane, it's important that you know that the inmates have taken over the asylum. The inmates have taken over the asylum. I've given a monologue on that once before, and maybe I'll do it again. It comes from an interesting piece of literature. Anyone who can call in and tell me what that piece of literature is... Um, I will, um, I'll celebrate you somehow. (laughs) I'll celebrate you. I don't want to say who. We'll see if you do know. Um, 602-508-0960. Interesting thing in radio, we always as hosts have a question, uh, in our minds about whether you should repeat a story, whether you should, you know, use the same story more than once or explore it more than once. And, there's two schools of thought I'll just share with you. Some people who listen, you know, see the school that listens to shows for long periods of time, and there's schools of thoughts that say people are going back and forth all the time or in and out all the time. The first, uh, the first population is why you don't repeat stories. The second population is obviously why you do. This to me is so fundamentally critical, though, because this is the assault on not just common sense but really conventional wisdom. This is emblematic of the assault on conventional wisdom and against conservatives that the Democrats are trying to instantiate into 
not just the elite mindset, but everyone's mindset. Um, two cuts from Joe Biden today at a ceremony honoring fallen Capitol officers from January 6th. Uh, uh, Bill, uh, sorry, <laughs> G- give me his opening line. Folks, uh, not even during the Civil War did insurrectionists breach the capital of the United States of America. Okay. He says that a couple times. Uh, he says that a couple times. And if you want to divide America, if your purpose is to create a civil war in America, what party's talking more about it? What movement in America is talking more about and comparing our times to the Civil War more than any other? It's the Democrats. It's the Democrats. And it's really odd. It's a really odd thing to say. There have been a lot of attacks on the Capitol. Between 1861 and 1865, there weren't. But you know what there were? There were 600,000-plus deaths to fight for a principle. To fight for a proposition, as Lincoln called it, that all men were created equal. Now, what the left wants to do is not just change the history of the Civil War. I'll tell you how in a moment. They want to change the history of this year in January 6th. They want to change the history of the Civil War by dint of everything you've heard for a year and a half and more if you've spent time in our nation's classrooms and colleges. America... And all its fortunes were based on the proper uh, were, were based. Excuse me, were based on slavery and its expansion. That's the narrative you get from 1619. That's the narrative you get from academia. This little thing in history that Joe Biden invokes only to show that January 6th was worse than it, the Civil War, had two sides. There was a side that thought slavery and slavery expansion was the purpose of our founding and was, and was embedded in our founding. There was a side that didn't think that. The side that did think that, the side that the woke today invoke all the time, was the minority community in America. It was the Southern Confederacy. It had less states than the Union North. It had less military than the Union North. And it lost to the Union North. For years and years and years and years and years, there was this concept that people in the South kind of couldn't get over the loss in the Civil War. There was kind of a cultural fight about the War of Northern Aggression, as it was often called. The only people today who seem to think the South won are on the left because they invoke their philosophy all the time. Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, Grant, and the Union said our founding was based on the principle to ultimately eradicate and eliminate slavery. That's one way 
you can distort the Civil War and the history of America. The left and the academics have done a wonderful job of it. If you landed here yesterday and learned everything about American history from the woke among us and the Democratic Party, you would think the South won the Civil War. That's what you would think. It's known as the lost cause theory. The South that didn't want to believe it lost and thought it had the right, moral right on its side. It's called the lost cause theory. It is firmly entrenched in the Democratic Party today as it was in the 1860s, quite frankly. Same philosophy, same Democratic Party. But one doesn't have to look at Joe Biden to hear him distort things from the 19th century. He's taken it a step for further and distorting things from seven months ago. Seven months ago. I have this memory in my head of Al Gore after losing the election and once George Bush had launched a war against Iraq, Al Gore gave a speech at the Commonwealth Club yelling, screaming that George Bush played to our worst fears, played to our worst fears. Perhaps in an age of terrorism and when we didn't know when the next attack would come or where it would come from and all the intelligence agencies united on the concept that it could come from Iraq, one can perhaps be forgiven for talking about the fears that led to that invasion. One can perhaps be forgiven for that. There is no excuse for what Joe Biden sunk to today. Give me his second quote. To iron to honor Officer Brian Sicknick, who lost his life, and a second time to honor Billy Evans, who lost his, defending the Capitol as well. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I had not heard of Billy Evans. I have not heard of him. I knew of the Sicknick case. The Sicknick Death, tragic. Nothing to do with January 6th. So I looked up Billy Evans. He died two months ago. Died two months ago. Not January 6th. Two months ago. From someone ramming him with a car. You know who that someone was? A devotee of Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam. You want to put that in the contents of January 6th and white supremacy and you want to make April, January, the only people who can do that are the French revolutionists and the tyrants who like to change calendars, facts, and dates. 1984 wasn't the past. It's not the future. It's the present. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, 602-508-0960. Don is in Phoenix. Hello, Don. Uh, hi, Seth. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. How are you? Uh, good. Good. And a great show. Oh, man. The last couple of shows have just been really great. Oh, well, so thank you. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was calling to comment on Biden's speech about the Capitol Police. And, um, you know, there's a big difference between Billy Evans the officer that died and officer sicknick because billy evans was murdered 
correct? By that Noah that's, Noah X guy. Uh, no, yeah, uh, that's right. Noah Green, Noah X, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they keep saying all these people lost their lives in the Capitol riot, but they're insinuating that they were murdered. Nobody was murdered except for maybe uh, Ashley Babbitt. I heard the death certificate said was listed as homicide. So if anybody was murdered on January 6th, it was Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt's case is a stain, a stain on the concept of justice in America. I have no support for anyone who illegally rushed the Capitol that day. I've spoken out against it as strongly as anyone I know, without exaggeration and without false attributions. Having said that, if a black man or woman was shot in the back by a police officer in this country, let me rephrase that. If an unarmed black man or woman was shot in the back by a police officer in this country, that police officer would be behind bars. His name would not be kept a secret by the Democrats. Well, they're keeping this stuff a secret because nothing makes me matter is when they stand over the bodies of dead Americans, like with the Benghazi going back all the way back there, and lie to the American people for propaganda purposes. They use, you know, fallen people as props, and that's what Biden was doing today. You know, um, but it's. But somebody fact check it, you fact check it, but, you know, they're not going to... Yeah, I wonder, I wonder, it'll be an interesting exercise. We'll look tomorrow. How many fact checkers at the Washington Post, New York Times, LA Times, CNN, MSNBC, or even, I don't know if even at Fox News, If how many will fact check this name that's new to everyone that Biden uttered today, Billy Evans? I'm reading the transcript of his speech. Jill and I would never have thought we'd have to join you in the Capitol... Rotunda, not once, but twice. Once to honor Officer Brian Sicknick, who lost his life, and a second time to honor Officer Billy Evans, who lost his, defending the Capitol as well. Both gave the full measure of their devotion to the country at the United States Capitol. I have no problem saying they gave their last full measure of devotion to the service, and I'm glad Democrats are now recognizing police and fallen officers, and the dangers that officers face. But to say that Brian Sicknick lost his life defending the Capitol is wrong. And to say we had to be here a second time in something we never expected we'd be to honor a second officer who lost his life defending the Capitol when he was killed, as you say, in died, as you say, in an entirely different set of circumstances in an entirely different month by someone who was ipso facto not a white supremacist, as Nancy Pelosi said the attack on the Capitol was, but a member of the Nation of Islam and a devotee of Louis Farrakhan, is words fail me, Don. Words fail me. But it is propaganda. Yeah, and it's an opportunity for propaganda, and that's all they're using it for. Because when, um, as you know, I don't care how misguided people, you know, the people were on the, on January sixth. Nobody went in there. And there was no homicide. I mean, there was no, you know, I mean, people died from that. Not a gun causes. was raised. 
Except by the yeah, cops. Nobody, Except nobody by was, the cops. Nobody was killed, but they used the term, they lost their lives. Deadly so insurrection. Deserve, deadly yeah, insurrection. Yeah. That's the phrase yeah. Joe Biden used. Deadly insurrection. Yeah. The only yeah, death died, that day was by one of the rioters, insurrectionists, if you want, or if he wants. But no one, no one of the hundreds that were arrested and indicted, no one indicted for insurrection. Insurrection is a federal crime. If it was insurrection, then the question really belongs with the United States Attorney General, Merrick Garland. Why aren't you charging insurrection? Has anyone asked him that? Is there a real media would ask him that the president of the United States calls people you arrested insurrectionists. How come there are no federal charges of insurrection? Has anyone asked Merrick Garland that the answer is no. Which is the answer. Yes. To has journalism died in America. Yeah, because we have a media that won't fact check any of it. They won't fact all, check. They won't ask the most basic propaganda. questions. Yeah. They won't ask the most basic questions, and this government does it all the time. They're doing it to you with COVID, Don. They're doing oh, yeah. it to you with COVID. Last yep. week, the CDC says the vaccinated must mask. This is two months after Joe Biden said if you're vaccinated, you don't ma- need to mask. Let me repeat, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to mask. That's what he said two months ago. Now the CDC says the vaccinated must mask. So, appropriately, enough journalists and people like you and me asked the CDC to show us data that proves the need for that. This has a lot of implications, most of which don't have to do, Don, with you and me as adults putting on something to go buy milk if we have to. If we have to. If we can't get it delivered and we, you know, we'll we'll wear a mask to do it. But what about 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, and 13-year-olds? What about 6 and 7 and 8-year-olds? Is anyone pumping the brakes and questioning? No. So the CDC was asked for the reasons, the scientific basis for masking the vaccinated. And they put out a report on Friday. They did put out a study. And it contradicted everything the administration said. I have no idea why they put it out. I have no idea why they put it out. The study they put out on Friday was a reason not to vaccinate. It was a reason not to vaccinate. It analyzed 469 cases in a community where 75% were vaccinated And there were zero deaths but five hospitalizations, four of those hospitalizations fully vaccinated. The fifth hospitalization not vaccinated. Every talking point we've heard was destroyed by that study the CDC put out Friday. Every talking point. The vaccination will keep you out of the hospital. The vaccination will keep you from getting sick. And the point of that release was to show that the vaccinated can transmit the virus. You can read that release in vain. I challenge any one of you to do so and show me where it says they do. It don't. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Let me repeat. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, Books That Changed Your Life. I'll go into it in depth 
tomorrow on a political sense. I'll tell you on a personal sense, there is a book I have read over and over again. I don't know how many times, maybe 10. It's a, it's a book you may not know by an author you may not know, um, but it's a book by an author named Leo Buscaglia. Buscaglia is how he said it, but it's spelled Buscaglia, B-U-S-C-A-G-L-I-A, uh, who was a professor of uh, education at the University of uh, – at USC, University of Southern California, and for many years died uh, somewhere around 1999-2000. And it was a book called uh, Learning, Living, and Loving. Learning, Living, and Loving. Interesting guy. Uh, wrote the first textbook – as I understand, the first, I have a copy. I think it's the first textbook ever written on a manual as a manual for parents with children of, uh, who have disabilities. It's, it's called The Disabled and Their Parents. But he went on to become an education professor at USC, sold everything he owned, traveled the world, learned about death and other cultures, came back, wrote a book, several books. But the one I like the best is Living, Loving, and Learning. I've read it like ten times. It heavily influences a lot of what I say in my college commencement address, by the way. Um, I liked what my uh, Encinitas friend, listener, said about the man holding the sign for Larry Elder. Our friends over at Issues and Insights conclude a column today on behalf of Larry Elder saying that Elder is a Republican of color is a fact that voters accustomed to seeing life through a racial lens cannot ignore. Will their dedication to diversity steer them his way? Or is his life a black one that doesn't matter because he dares challenge Democratic Party orthodoxy? No matter who is ultimately chosen, though, California will be better off without Newsom. He and the Democrats should be out of chances by now. That's a great point about black lives mattering. Does Larry's life matter? Does Larry's life matter? Play me Cory Bush from the top. This is a, Saint, this is a uh, Missouri rep, uh, representative from the state of Missouri, House member of the House of Representatives, Cory Bush. Speaking of lives mattering, listen to how she plays this card. She, uh, oh, but sorry, sorry, sorry. She was asked about the hypocrisy of her belief in defunding the police while she has spent untold tens of thousands of dollars on armed personal security. Go ahead. Uh, you faced some criticism in recent weeks over your push to uh, defund the police. Um, the campaign records show that you spent roughly $70,000 on, on private security, and some critics say um, that move is hypocritical. Um, what's your response to those critics? They would rather I die? You would rather me die? Is that what you want to see? You want to see me die? You know, because that could be the alternative. So either I spend $70,000 on private security over the last few months and I'm here standing here standing now and able to speak, able to help save 11 million people from being evicted, or I could possibly have a death attempt on my life. Yeah, we and all could. And we're also talking about the same exact people who say horrible things about me, who lie to get to, to build up their base. And then because they lie about me, I receive death threats. Mm. Now, they don't address think the fact Larry that Elder I received death threats. Death threats think people lie about him? I know the L.A. Times lied about him. Wonder if he blamed them for death threats. I know Donald Trump has lied about it. I know I've been lied about it. I know I've gotten death threats. 
I certainly don't seek a new law or a different law for me as opposed to the rest of society. Again, it's not the hypocrisy. It's the violation of your oath as an American citizen and representative of the United States Congress. Madison, Federalist, 57. How to restrain members of Congress from oppressive measures. They will not be able to make any law which will not have its full operation on themselves and their friends as well as on the great mass of the society. We do not have one law for the Greeks and one for the Romans, one for the ruling class and one for the unlanded gentry or the unlanded hoi polloi. That's not how we do it here. You can try to do it and then create class struggles so that you can engage in your yellow brick road march to the dream palace of Karl Marx. If that's your point in creating classes, that's fine. But I'll stand with Supreme Court Justice Harlan, who said there is no caste here in America. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Put the heating on the shelf for now. If you have plumbing or air conditioning needs of any kind, Cool Touch is your call. It's the call I use. It's the call my friends and family use. We've all used Cool Touch, and we love them. They're there for you 24-7. That includes weekends and all the wee small hours of the morning. I've had to use them, and they're there for you. You don't want to be without air conditioning or water this time of year or any time. And that's why Cool Touch is the company I endorse, and I am delighted that they promote this show by helping sponsor it. They have a new system that um, they are promoting, and it comes with a $2,000 rebate. Rather than most AC systems that power on and off with huge power surges to keep you at the temperature, your room at the temperature, your house at the temperature you want, it's as if there's a dimmer switch that reduces those continual surges that are huge drags on your power. It gives you the best, um, the best climate environment that you can want with the lowest costs on your utility bills. For any of your air conditioning or plumbing needs, repair, inspection, replacement, new, that system, a different system, give them a call at 623-734-1932 or visit them online at cooltouchac.com. Cooltouchac.com. Kick back and relax. They'll keep you cool. Tell them I sent you. All right, I asked a question earlier in the show if anyone knew the literary reference to the inmates taking over the asylum and I mention it in the context of this citizen soldier standing on the corner, not of Winslow, Arizona, but in Encinitas, California, a liberal precinct, holding an All Lives Matter sign on one side, elect elder on the other, unmolested, undisturbed. And the reason I said things like that are so important, I hope more join them, is because it's easy in a culture that pushes against you from all sides for one to think that they're the crazy one when they have a conservative sentiment or just a common sense one. Men can't get pregnant. You feel like a fool if you say that in a college or a medical school. 
honest to God, a professor of medicine in the UC system had to apologize for speaking of women when they get pregnant. Honest to God. Had to apologize. Inmates took over the asylum, which is why they make you sometimes think you might be wrong or crazy. But that's the thing about natural law and common sense. It shouldn't change because it doesn't. That's why I don't like the concept of my truth. No idea why the attorney general in California, excuse me, duh, why the attorney general in New York spoke of Andrew Cuomo's victims as saying they shared their truth. Why would you say they shared their truth when the truth will not only do just fine, but is so much more the powerful? Her truth means it's subjective, and maybe they weren't. Maybe, maybe their truth is not Andrew Cuomo's truth. Andrew Cuomo took it and ran with it. He contradicted everything his accuser said. Stop with making the uniform and the true and the factual aberrant and wrongheaded. Just stop. The inmates have taken over the asylum, and that's why you are meant to feel like you are alone or nuts. The phrase comes from an old Edgar Allan Poe story. That's who I was looking for as an answer, Edgar Allan Poe. The story was the system of Dr. Tar and Professor Feather. In an asylum, one Monsieur Maillard was a patient in the asylum, and he led a rebellion where the patient's took over, the insane took over, and Malliard was seen as the new administrator with the previous staff as patients. At one point, perhaps what one may call a tell, Malliard tells a curious visitor, quote, believe nothing that you hear and only half of what you see. The soothing system, as Poe called it, was upended for tarring and feathering with the sick in charge of the well, the well being tarred and feathered, the sick doing the tarring and feathering. After the original staff, the sane, rebel, order is again restored. Of course, you have to know that such stories and such phrases have purchase because there are actual examples of this taking place. Perhaps not as graphic as the Poe fiction but maybe in a way more so. I believe we are there at present. I believe we are there at present. And the notion that Cory Bush can get away with saying, do you want me dead? I have to tell you, there are a lot of people in this society who say things that are controversial, and they don't require tens of thousands of dollars of private security. I don't begrudge private security for everyone. It usually starts with arming yourself. But Cori Bush went after the couple that armed themselves in her home state. And she wants to go after every other gun owner in America. And she wants to defund the police. She said that. We must defund the police. She said it in the same interview this morning as she defended her own personal security. Odd thing for a socialist, odd thing for a socialist to take away the 
government's responsibility in favor of a private operation and private security force. Odd thing to do when you're a socialist. But that's kind of the problem with the neo-Marxists among us. It's not as if they have a coherent political philosophy other than what they want on any given day, and it changes. It changes just as something you thought couldn't change changes. Science. And it's true of the natural as well as the political, as well as the physical, if you're a progressive. Because as Karl Marx said, our our, our task is no longer to understand history, but to change it. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, and thank you for spending some time with us. I'll just close with the words of Madison. Someone might want to slip them to Cory Bush and the rest of the Democratic Party. To keep the members of House of Representatives from oppressive measures that they can they can make no law which will not have its full operation on themselves and their friends as well as on the great mass of society. This has always been deemed one of the strongest bonds by which human policy can connect the rulers and the people together. It creates between them that communion of interests and sympathy of sentiments of which few governments have furnished examples but without which every government – degenerates into tyranny. If it be asked what is to restrain the House of Representatives from making legal discriminations in favor of themselves in a particular class of the society, I answer the genius of the whole system, the nature and just constitutional laws, and above all, the vigilant and manly spirit which actuates the people of America, a spirit which nourishes freedom and in turn is nourished by it. If this spirit shall ever be so far debased as to tolerate a law not obligatory on the legislature itself when it is on the people, the people will be prepared to tolerate anything but liberty. Such will be the relation between the House and their constituents. Duty, gratitude, interest, ambition itself are the cords by which they will be bound to fidelity and sympathy with the great mass of people. Now you understand why the progressives want to destroy what Madison calls the genius of the whole system so that they can do what they want to do. Hire private police for themselves, disarm you, and defund the police. It ain't utopia, it's hell. I'm Seth Liebson. Until tomorrow, God bless you all and class dismissed.